Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Always an honor to spend it with you right here from the premier East Valley Institute of a Technology. But first, Mr. Greg Ovis, we got to bump the trumpet in the deep baritones. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you like hip-hop, brass, uh, R&B, country. When you have a bad day, you automatically feel better. I mean, a lot of you are saying, I don't know about that Budos band out of Staten Island. But it is nothing like the vibe of a brass section. I agree. Because uh, some of you have been having a tough week. You people on in the crypto scene... <laughs> You've really had a tough week. Yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, I know this is an automotive show. And by the way, if you're new to the show, we're an automotive lifestyle show. We just live life. It's our passion. And we bring people from all over the globe. Whether it's uh, Pete Gruber, one of the aftermarket Tesla, the business of electrification. I asked you the question. A lot of you shop owners listen. You're all getting training. And I love it. We're all training. It's great. We got to train. But can we make money doing what we do? We got to look at that. And uh, Pete Gruber, that's show 275, that's on the website. Uh, we also had Jens Martin Skibstead, who called in, Greg, from uh, Denmark. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we, you were off. That's oh, right. I was off that. I was solo. You were solo. I had a couple of biscuits in the <laughs> studio. I had Miss Bree working the day trading board. But yeah, so what I'm saying to you, if you're new to our show, we really try to cover the gamut of some really... Interesting folks from all over the globe and the lifestyle. What does lifestyle mean? It's, it, it's, I want to hear stories. Right. Because I think you do too. We've heard from you. WrenchNation.tv, get on to the website. Greg Oviston, studio with G's up. How are you, partner? Good. How are you? I'm wunderbar. I was a little frustrated. You know, uh, it's, it's weird. The media sometimes doesn't cover what they should be covering. Again, this is not yeah. a political show, but, you know, I've shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down, you know, many years ago, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, selective information. I'm not a fan of that myself either. Do you listening shut the media down? What's your thought on that? Some of you would say, well, we can't trust what we hear. How do you seek the information out? It's important. I mean, this is an automotive show. Uh, how do you seek out right. a good technician? Mechanic. Somebody that's going to understand the underhood goings-ons of a modern-day <laughs> vehicle. With 100 million lines of code. We say it all the time. you to trust somebody. I've had hate on it. That guy always repeats that. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Because the brevity of it all is that I want you to pay attention. Sure, you're going to go online if you don't have uh, any experience with a local mechanic. But be cautious. This is my yeah. prediction. Go ahead. We know the economy is softening up. We need to hedge down this inflation. The feds will break something. We know that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you saying, I really don't care. My eggs are still too dang expensive. I get it. <laughs> what I'm saying is be cautious on evasive yeah. deals. Evasive. That's an SAT word. Yes, it is. Uh, that, that trickery. That ad that says $9 oil change. <laughs> What are you getting for $9? Now, some of you are saying, well, Frank, that's what I got. I respect that. Some of you are tight on the wallet. I get that. I totally respect that. But be careful. 
Because the last thing you want to do is base your service experience on the initial date. Yeah, do your due diligence. It's like going on a date with a beautiful woman, and she opens her mouth and she's missing teeth. <laughs> I got I got played right now. <laughs> Don't get played in the in the automotive service arena. Can I say that, Mister Ovist? I think you just did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm being real with you. I want you all to pay attention. The next several months, we're probably looking at some marketing to get you in the door. Because some of these businesses, there was a report recently, I think it was 35, 40% of businesses, small business, yeah, not just automotive, I can't say that, but small business in general, they're late paying on their rent, Greg. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it's going to get tight. I need business. Yeah. Let me let me just uh, wheel and deal on my advertising. If you need a good service center, my phone is not available. I'm not going to give you my <laughs> cell number, but our website is. And in all honestly, you can you can definitely reach out to me. Yep. RanchNation.tv. I am not playing around. Shops all over the country, and I don't get paid anything. These are just cats I know personally. <laughs> Great women, men you can in the trust. community. You can trust. Yep. You know, I know some other car talk shows are like, well, we guarantee it. We have an insurance policy. Yeah. If I send you somewhere, we're not about that. No. These are people over the last 32 years that I've danced with, I trust. And if they made a mistake, they owned it. So I had to give you out that spiel. Uh, before we get into the news, I'd like to know, Mr. Greg, what is happening in the world of antiquities. Well, wait, we got to announce the show topic. Oh, yeah, we forgot. Yes, we can't forget the show topic. Uh, I'm really excited because oh, lately, so am I. lately we've been on this high tech with Teslas and flying cars and all this kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and we, we needed to bring it bring it down a Get little right bit. Right back in the trenches. Like some old school pinstriping. That's right. How many of you get your car pinstriped? Oh, everyone. There's a lot of people that don't like it until they have it. So once you fall in love with it, you'll never get away from it. Other than the desert package pinstriping, which they don't need, <laughs> the big profit center at the dealership. I love you, my dealership peoples. But do I need to spend 800 bucks for that, that desert pinstriping with window <laughs> tint package? Especially now. Right. But uh, we do have, man, I'm just going to use the word legend. And I'll tell you why legend. Mm, I agree with that. Listen, you can be good at what you do. You can be great at what you do. You can have been doing it for years. You get to a certain level of how well you do what you do. Right. Does that make you legend? I would agree. I would say yes. Well, a capital L legend, when you pay it forward. That's right. Vaughn Hot Rod. He's going to hang with us. And he pays it forward. Trust he pay, me. This is what I like about this cat. And Vaughn was on back in 2021. Wow, that went so fast. It went fast. I love my automotive family. Vaughn Hotrod is a legend in the pinstriping arena, as well as a lot of you are not going to know this phrase because you're too fancy. <laughs> you're on the Twitter. You're on the TikTok. Rockabilly culture. Yes, it is. How many can you get down with rockabilly? Right. Now, Vaughn Hotrod, he's going to explain to us the art and style <laughs> of pinstriping. And rockabilly, baby. And it's amazing how much the pinstriping contributes to the hot rod culture. It's just, they just go hand in hand. He's a master behind some of the most incredible pinstriping vehicles that he's worked on, along with uh, TV appearances. I love Vaughn. 
So do I. I'll catch Vaughn. I, you know, we don't speak every day, every week. I know you guys have a great relationship, but I watch him on Instagram. Right. And not only is he laying down his style and his art, but he's paying it forward. What does that mean? Paying it forward to the future. Yes, it does. Pinstriping doesn't need to go away. A lot of you are like, oh, I got my electric vehicle. Yep. What are you going to do with the electric vehicle? <laughs> you can take that Model 3 and pinstripe it. <laughs> True. <laughs> so you know before you, before uh, before you and I connected, Frank, and this was right when the pandemic started. I actually did an online show called the Worldwide Auto Show, and it was I had I had entries from thirteen different countries. I remember you telling me, and Vaughn supported that show. He did a little plug for me. He donated things that I could use for prizes and raffles, and it was a great show. And he contributed to my success. So he has a show coming up next next year, and I'm all for his show. So I can't wait to help him next year. I want to mention legend. A lot of you are saying, well, legend, that sounds hoity toity. Mm -hmm. You are your own legend. When you make other people better, man, that's what I'm talking about. In small business, we are sitting in class right here in campus. I don't care if it's the ceramics class, the uh, criminal justice class, it's the automotive class. You make other people better. Yeah. It, it doesn't count when you're on the top. Sometimes when you're on the bottom. Vaughn Hot Rod's going to join us. And yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that. You know, we're going to hold hands. Mm-hmm. We'll sing Kumbaya because <laughs> we want to make people better. And you need to pinstripe that electric vehicle. Oh, anyway, yeah. Give me some antiquity news there, Well, the Greg. antiquity news I have this week is I just wanted to share some information. You know, I'm always talking about the auctions and the cars and market values. But I have a book that I've used for a couple of years that took me a while to get. And it's called the American Car Spotter's Bible. Let me let me take a picture of it. I'll put it up on Twitter. Let's see. Yeah, me, take a picture it of it. So uh, it's a book that I found to be very beneficial to have handy when you're buying cars, selling cars, restoring cars. And the main part of it, the main benefit of it is it shows you the interchanges. So as an example, if you were buying Can you explain interchanges for those? Yeah, that say don't for know. example, you're bought you're looking for a 70 Chevelle. Uh, Chevrolet Chevelle, you need a fender for it. Well, a lot of people assume that. 70 and 71 and 72 are all the same, What they're not. They all have different markings. They have a little different shape to the body line. Some of them have a marker light in the bottom. Some of them don't. And you can get confused real easily if you're trying to buy parts or restore cars. So I've referenced this book throughout the years on all kinds of different scenarios. It has all makes and models. It goes back to 1940 to 1980. And you can also buy one that goes from 1980 to now to newer. But if you're ever in the need of shopping for parts and you want to verify and confirm that you're actually getting the right one, it's a great asset to have in front of you because it shows the pictures, it shows the ins and outs, the shapes, the sizes, the headlights, the taillights. And uh, the one thing that it benefits is you're not going to get stuck with the wrong part if you're referencing this before you buy. So I just want to encourage people uh, that are shopping for these parts. go to. Is there a digital version of this? There is not. That's the hard part. This is a very old So, I mean, book. if you're buying a classic hoopty, you almost have to have a couple of books in your library. You have to. You only have to I mean, there's got to be some of this online. Yeah, interchange numbers, photos, codes, tag codes, VIN codes, all that stuff's important to have. Yeah. But definitely look up this book, American Car Spotter Bible. It is hard to get. They are online used. Very hard to find one new. And I think it's a great tool for any guy in the antiquities automotive industry. I love the antiquities. <laughs> I think it's a good investment. Some of you are experiencing uh, poor investments right now, quite frankly. 
Um, I want to bring up, since we're talking about investment, a lot of you, we mentioned this. Um, by the way, get on to uh, Twitter, at you are, you are a mechanic, and of course, at Wrench Nation. I just posted up that picture uh, of the book, and I'm also going to po- post up, uh, just let me just get this on here, so those of you uh, that get the Twitter reader have the link. But uh, we're talking about used car prices. Now, it's a fool's game to try to time a high or a low. It's fair to say that. You could miss opportunities. You could overpay. I mean, we could go on and on about that. But what is happening right now, and I'm getting this from my official sources. Official? (laughs) Official. My wholesale sources are saying that the wholesale level of used car prices currently is a bloodbath. It's dropping. Big time. Dropping. Total opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of Carvana, I got to be careful how I say I, this. I understand where you're going. But you this. got. You know what? It is what it is. I'll just say it. Carvana would buy a vehicle and pay plus retail. Yes. Which just means they didn't honor, observe buying what we call back a wholesale book. Mm-hmm. It's a business. There are, there are markups. We're not seeing it quite yet, and we're going to monitor this, but wholesale prices right now at these auctions are dropping. Mm-hmm. A lot of G-wagons. All you, uh, God, I got to be careful, but I'm going to just say it. Just say it, Frank. Hashtag fake money in your pocket. <laughs> you got it. Yep. You went out and bought the G-wagon. You paid 160 some odd thousand dollars. Big money. Yep. Well, guess what? You're trading that sucker. You're just, you're done with it. That's right. Things have tightened up. So you're going to see like the luxury market has been hit. So what does that mean for you? I speak to the students here locally on campus. You want to buy a used car. First off, get it pre-purchase inspection. Absolutely. I, I, I remember. going to say that. Hey, listen, I was 17, 16. I knew everything. You didn't tell me I can inspect my own vehicle. I know what I'm doing. I had no clue. Take it to a professional and get a pre-purchase inspection. Because you're going to see, and then this has always been out there on Craigslist, you're going to see those deals. Mm-hmm. Gonna, wow. If they're too good to be true, they really are. And you're going to see some deals now, people, because you went from, oh my God, that's way too expensive. You're going to see that funny business. So get a pre-purchase inspection and give yourself some time. And then ride a bike, you bunch of lazy people, man. <laughs> Come on. When I was a kid. Okay. Skateboards. Skateboards. Right, yeah. Right? Come on. Skateboards. All right, listen, I want you guys to stay tuned. Uh, we do have Vaughn Hot Rod. He's a legendary cat, rockabilly style, master pinstriper. I think I can use master, Greg. Oh, master craftsman. Craftsman. I love that. Master craftsman. Artisan. That's that's how I, I relate to Devon. We got a lot of questions for pinstriping, rockabilly culture. Stay tuned, Rich Nation. Run this show, and the slaves don't know. Fight seen against the young and old. Young and old. Bolt on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt on Technologies software. Provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real time digital reports, multi point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. 
info at boltontechnology.com. All my technicians and shop owners, get ready. 2023 AVI Conference is happening right in beautiful Marriott Sanibel Harbor Resort and Spa in Fort Myers, Florida. January 12th to the 15th, 2023 AVI Conference. AVI is an accredited ESC training provider. You know them well, offering very progressive courses in the arena of hybrid and EV technology. You gotta know, because it could be in your service base. And in all reality, we're talking about diesel technology as well as engine performance. Register today. Book your event ticket. You can visit aviondemand.com. I will be in-house. I'll be teaching a course on marketing and small business strategies and tactics for the service base. aviondemand.com. 52% of the population family are women. We love you ladies, but less than 3% of you women are professional technicians. Our charity partner, Tech Force Foundation, believes if we want to solve this little technician shortage, we need to start talking to 52% of these ladies out in the population. Head on over. If you feel like you can tinker with the best of them, head on over to (laughs) techforce.org. Welcome back, wrenchnation.television. People, it's not television, it's radio, but someday, Greg, you want to be on TV? Uh, yes, I do. You do? You I'm got, not going to deny that. I know, we all want to be like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, speaking of TV, uh, big hugs, love, spirit, expressed, Jay Leno got burnt. Yes, I heard that. And um, Jay Leno, uh, you know, he's, he's a mechanic. He's in there. Yep. He's got some help, but he's in there. So we're wishing Jay Leno... A speedy yeah. recovery. Fast recovery, too. Fast. We want him back. I want to see all those wild cards he's yep. got. All right, let's bring on uh, Vaughn Hot Rod, Master Pinstriper. We're going to step back in a time, Southern California Hot Rod community style. Vaughn Hot Rod, welcome, baby. Hey, how are you guys? Man, we're good. <laughs> we just like, I, was, I mean it. Listen, we were getting all yeah. high tech the last few shows about electric <laughs> vehicles and and lithium right. and all this lithium <laughs> and we're like man, we need to get von hot rod on how you that's been right. man you, good 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 you need to get to the roots of where all this stuff started that's well, right that's what we're gonna we're gonna journey that man we, we yeah. so let's go back in time um before we get into some of the recent work and goings-ons let's go way back man you you got some yeah. rich history in the automotive industry talk to us about yeah that. we want to know what do you want to know? Well, <laughs> everything. Well, I, I don't want to. Everything. I don't want to sound like standard radio question or podcast now, but right. Uh, how'd you get you start? How did you start? <laughs> Your very first car, that kind of stuff. Um, no, no. I want to get car. into what in, what inspired you. Oh, we'll you get go. into the car. No, I really want to get into this. Um, to what get, what to, inspired me? Well, it, it goes back to dad. Uh, my dad was a yeah. drag racer, sprint car driver. And when I was born, mom said, quit racing. So you can't tell that to a car guy. So he just started building cars, bikes, trucks, whatever he get his hands on. And so I grew up in the garage. I mean, I literally started handing him wrenches. And, of course, it was the wrong size, you know. And just I've always been working on cars. That was the norm. Dad was a, a normal blue-collar worker and then was a mechanic on the side. And everybody used to hang out at the house on weekends getting their cars ready for street racing back in the day, you know, making their, you know, I guess you could say making their bets back in the day on Friday night, you know, because on Saturday they'd all go to Lions Drag Strip or the local drag strip in your town, you know, the the runway airports. And that's just how it was. It was normal for me. I didn't 
know any better. I didn't know anything else. I mean, my playground was a 55 Chevy gasser with an engine out of it. <laughs> I climbed on the straight axle, up through the firewall, up on the roof, slide down the back window of the trunk. That was just my playground. That's just wow. how it was. Vaughn, i got to throw yeah. this out there. Uh, today's yeah. day and age, let's uh, jump into the future classics, some of these uh, Nissan Zs and these Supras. Right. Are you still seeing that, that diehard passion? Because uh, my, concern, my concern is about car culture there. Yeah, I am. And, you know, they made fun of us when we were growing up, uh, the older generation, of, why are you guys driving those Camaros? Those things are so small. You need a big, fat, standard car. You know, they made fun of us when they did muscle cars, and that's their muscle car of the time. I mean, they finance it where we used to save all our pennies and cut grass to, you know, put on a set of hijackers or craggers. And these guys are doing the same passion. It's just a different era, different car. They've got enough passion and, and money in these cars that, you know, you shouldn't make fun of them because it's still the car culture. It's still a passion that they have. The common ground is the music, the muscle, and the engine sound. It may be a different sound. It's not quite a V8, big block Chevy. It's more of a, you know, tuned turbo style of a sound that they like. Yeah. True. Uh, I, on that note, i got to mention this because we're, we're always keeping an eye on this because um, right. California said in 2035, no more ICE vehicles sold. Can you give me the temperature on the ground there within the car community? Are people bailing out of California and saying, you know, screw that. We're going to, yeah. you know, we're, we're not, we, we want to. Is that going to affect anything? I mean, I. Some, some folks would say, no, Frank, that's going to be like 30 years out. What's the sentiment? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really a gamble because you go to the city, diehard city, downtown city, let's call it L.A., and, you know, there is electric cars all over the place. They're great for scooting around town, your little electric scooters. But you get on the outskirts of L.A., get into the rural areas, get into Orange County, Riverside County, wherever you're at, and it's all different. It's still the culture is is still about cars. It's still about petrol. I just did a show a couple of months ago, and the promoter was a little concerned because of the gas. You know, our prices are very high, and his car show is on the fairgrounds, and he has a, a cruising route. And it usually takes about two hours for you to make the loop. And he was worried that people aren't going to show up because the gas is so expensive, everything has gone up. And he had over 3,000 cars show up. It took two and a half hours to make the loop. There was no end in sight, as in everybody attended. It was well attended, and it was just really, really packed. So the fuel prices did not affect it. Everybody still made the loop. I saw the same car go by, you know, six, seven times on a tank of gas. And these guys are running gassers. They're running, you know, none of these cars get miles to gallons. It's always gallons to a mile. So nobody gets really the 10 miles a gallon stuff and they're just out there spending money enjoying their times with their family in the car and all the pickup beds had you know they're full of kids in the back throwing out candy having american flags and balloons and it was really really a good up boost for that event and also for the promoter right. yeah I, I, th I got a theory on that greg i want you to chime in vaughn hot rod i also want to hear your take i think the yeah. freedom the freedom yep, we true. look the fact is this I, I, look whether you work for somebody uh, you work. It's, it, it's work. Whether you're in right. business for yourself, you're working for your client. You work. Mm -hmm. You work. Absolutely. But the freedom that you get, I think people will pay $15 a gas <laughs> to get their hoopty on a, on a raceway and, and have yeah. that expression, that individual oh, yeah. 
style yep. to their ride. And again, I don't care if it's a Model 3 that you put a big yeah. block in. Nope. Vaughn, right. what, what say you, man? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I always encourage the older generation to take a kid for a ride in his car because there's nothing like going through the gears, you know, getting a good wheelchair pop first gear, chirping it in the second gear, and pushing that kid against the seat. Once you experience that, whether it be, you know, big block Chevy, big block Ford, or you're just you're doing it in your electric car, there is nothing cooler than that. And we've got to let these kids experience that kind of passion and that kind of what that feels like to drift around a corner or to go up on a, on a windy road. And, you know, just to hear the tires gripping the ground or hear the motor rumbling in the background, that, that to me is just get your adrenaline running. I'm saying all four wheels. I don't care if he's got a golf cart. Get out there. Right. Get your yeah, freedom yeah, on. Absolutely. Get out there. Go for it. Good. Go for a ride. All right. Let's take you back. 21st, 21st birthday, man. You were celebrating. You, you had your first drink, maybe, maybe. And <laughs> you, <laughs> you broke ground. On your dream shop out of Fontana. Yes. Talk to us about that. Yes, yes, absolutely I did. My whole, pretty much my whole life, that's what I wanted was my own hot rod shop. I wanted to build cars and everything I wanted to do was, was with cars. And I did. Saved all the money I possibly can. I, I cut grass. I trimmed trees. I did anything I can. I had a, a really good job in Rancho Cucamonga. The, the pay was great. Had my own office secretary, the whole shot. And I just walked in one day and quit. Because I had stockpiled some money and said, I'm going to open up my own business. And I went for it. I totally went for it. And I started out at 1,300 square feet, just a little business, just to get my feet wet, to learn, you know, what is out there. And I just hustled with it. We became one of the largest hot rod shops in the industry. And that branched off into so many other businesses that I didn't even, you know, plan on going with. I just, everything, I listened to my customers. They basically told me which direction to take my shop, and that's what we did. I took a chance on things, and we were very successful. It was a lot of a lot of fun. I have no regrets. A lot of folks post COVID, uh, you know, and 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 with the respect of the looniness, lunacy of what what we had to go through during post COVID. Yeah. But one of the things that happened was there was an uptick, and like folks had no choice. They had to get down with their entrepreneurial self, whether they knew mm-hmm. they had it or not. And they created right. their own business. Vaughn, going yeah. back to when you were 21, you had the drive, you had the passion, you had the courage to do what you do. You believed in it. Give us oh, one absolutely. thing, one thing. Because there's youngsters listening. They want to go on their own path. What advice would you give to someone that's out there? Uh, now, I know we could write a book on it, but what, <laughs> what, what would you say? It's just do it. Take the chance. You know, if you ask somebody for help or you ask you're a businessman that's in the same business that you want to get into. There's only two answers they can give you. They can only say yes or no. If they say no, you try something else. If they say yes, well, hey, you're halfway there. The idea is just, just to get out and try it. The problem is, is a lot of kids, I teach a lot of classes, I go to universities, and I speak at universities, and the kids always ask, you know, how much money am I going to make? Where can I get a job? And I always say, if you're chasing the dollar now, you're going to chase the dollar the rest of your life. You might as well get a job where you clock in and clock out. Because owning your own business, it gives you freedom. That's it. You know, owning your own business, the money will come. That's not a problem. But the idea is, is you've got to have the passion, the drive to be willing to work 10-hour days, 15-hour days, sometimes for free, because it's your drive, it's your dream, it's your passion. I can't tell you how many times I literally broke into my savings 
owning my own business, thinking, this is it. This is all the money I got. This is it. I'm, I can't make it next week. And, you know, then we get the big job or whatever the case may be, and we, we dig ourselves out of it. But it's my dream. It's nobody else's. Nobody else sacrificed. I'm the one that did the sacrifices. I'm the one that invested money, lost money, made a product, didn't work, made a product, was successful. You know, those failures built me to what I am today. You have to be willing to fail. And most kids are scared. They don't want to fail. But that's how you learn. You chalk it up to, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do something else. And most kids are just scared to fail. And, you know, we live in a click-and-go society. Everything has to be click, 30 seconds to get your attention, and on to the next thing. Owning your own business, your passion, your drive is not like that. You know, when I go out there and teach, I teach them all the secrets on how to do this or how to do that, how to take a product from your thought process to on the shelf. But I can't teach the drive or the passion that has to be in you. You've got to be willing to put in those hours and that time. And like I said, the money will come. That's the easy part. It's building and hearing the rejections and failing. That's the hard part. That's the trick of owning your own business. Yeah, and i got to speak to my parents. I'm a parent. Yep. I'm a parent. I get it. Yep. And sometimes as parents, we, we, we're trying to live our kid's life for some odd, goofy, whatever situation we didn't get or we did get. And I think, right. I think allowing your kids, if you, if you see the spark and interest, um, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you should allow them to go that route. And, and, oh, and, and I know some of you parents are like, well, I'm not having it. This society is dangerous <laughs> right now, and we can't have that. I want you to stay tuned. Uh, Vaughn Hot Rod, hang with us. We're going to talk more about uh, your uh, rockabilly dance and swing club. <laughs> Boy, you've done a ton of stuff, and we are yeah. going to get into some of the amazing uh, pinstriping works. If you're just joining us, uh, visit VaughnHotRodShop.com. Stay tuned, Branch Nation. Want my mileage back. Of course you want your mileage back. And all the extra money you've spent feeding an engine gunked up with carbon. Your car needs its fuel system cleaned, and it needs it now. You need BG44K. It's the one dealerships use the most. In fact, they use BG44K almost 3 to 1 over any other fuel system cleaner made. To find a shop near you, go to BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. I got my mileage back. BG. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me, my clients, and they're likely not to come back? Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Support for Wrench Nation Car Talk, the smart choice for auto parts, Pronto National Association. Pronto is committed to the independent automotive aftermarket and demonstrates leadership within the automotive industry. Pronto Association is made up of nearly 100 member auto part distributors. Visit pronto-net.com. Automotive technical training, parts lineup, and representation of the automotive member community. Pronto-net.com. Whether you're looking for a full-service direct mail 
or you just simply want a few marketing materials printed for use in your store, MailShark has got you covered. With over 10 years of client service success, with direct mail postcards, restaurant box toppers, magnets, and so much more, MailShark is there to help your marketing team acquire the clients you deserve. Pay weekly, pay as you go. There is no pressure, no contracts, direct mail. For more details, visit themailshark.com. Welcome back, RichNation.tv. Get on to uh, the website, of course. Big shout out to our family out in Southern California, KMET. We've heard from you. Thank you so much for spending time. KFNX right here in Phoenix. And of course, all of my champs, all our teachers and instructors, everyone on campus, thanks for all you do. And you students, thank you for cooperating. (laughs) (laughs) We got Vaughn Hot Rod on the line. Let's bring him back. Vaughn, welcome back, baby. Thank you. Hey, we got to mention this before we deep dive into some more of this journey. Uh, When we mentioned, like, early on the show here, legend, legend don't count if you're not paying it forward. Please tell us, you've got an incredible charity project coming up. Talk to us about that. Yes, I do a lot with, uh, it's called Teen Challenge, and what it is, it's a rehab center for teens, and it's a year program. And um, if teens are addicted to any kind of substance, pornography, or whatever it may be, you enter them into this program, and it's a year long, and they teach them how to pretty much do everything in life, how to take care of themselves, be independent, uh, along with uh, maintenance, along with gardening, along with um, you know, doing your own laundry. And it's a really a tight schedule that they, they offer, and it's all done by donation. It's faith-based, so everything, they get no government help. And so I raise money for them. So what's the best way to raise money is to do what I do best is put on a car show. So we put on this car show called the Benedict Castle Concourse. It's at their headquarters, and there's a castle in Riverside where the original Hunchback of Notre Dame was filmed, and it's there in Riverside. It was donated to uh, a family, then it got sold, and then Team Challenge ended up with it. And there's about 200 students that are on campus. They take care of the castle. They do weddings there and stuff like that. And um, last, before COVID, we did the event. It's a 400-car limit because that's only the as many cars as I can get on the grounds. I mean, I put cars on the tennis courts. I put them around the pool. I put them everywhere you can possibly think of. And we raised right at $300,000 last year in a five-hour show, and I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that I mean, is incredible, man. One, I tell you that, it's a, it's a fundraiser. So we want you to register your car. We want you to do the VIP um, lunch. We want you to do the VIP uh, castle tour, buy a raffle ticket, buy a teacher, because the money goes right there on campus. You can see evidence of your money being, you know, spent right there with the students. Since we started this show, this will be our seventh one, there have been 12 Hot Rod families that knew nothing about Teen Challenge that have put their kids in it and have been successful stories because of them attending a car show. Their kids were going through some stuff and... They put them in the program for a year, and they came out of it, and they're doing very well. So we have saved 12 kids because of this car show, and to me, that's well That's well awesome. Worth it. Yeah, listen, man, yeah. Get, I'm telling you, you're listening right now. Get out of hashtag fake news. <laughs> I'm saying put automotive peoples in government. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly, Bened- exactly ben- right. <laughs> Benedict Castle Concours.com. Right. I'm leaning on our audience, especially our KMET yeah. family, you got some time. Uh, this is in May, correct? 
Yeah, May 21, 2023. And I always say that, you know, if you can't help, you can't attend to the car show, do me one favor. You can go without one lunch time and donate that money to Teen Challenge. If 100 people go without their $10 lunch, look how much that raises. Sure. And that goes to a great, great cause. I mean, I do a live auction there. I auction off items. I do a silent auction. And at random, I say, okay, everybody that's used to buying your $5 coffee at Starbucks, you can go one day without your $5 your <laughs> donation. You know, and give it to the kids. And we raised a couple hundred dollars from people just giving $5. And if we all work together, it makes it so much easier than such a burden. You know, sometimes sure. we can't rely on the big $10,000 donors that will come in and give ten grand, But we, we can rely on the car people to go without a lunch or to go without their coffee and donate, you know, their 5 10 bucks. And, you know, some can give more, and that's great. But it's hard times. It's hard all around. And those of us that can do it, you know, give the $10 because it literally stays in our country, in the United States. It helps kids here in our country. Your money's not going overseas. It's not paying for staffing. It doesn't go in my pocket. A hundred percent of it goes to these teens to get them a different lookout in life and to get them going and, and be successful. I got a couple of people that work for SEMA that went through the program. I got a couple of people that work for McGuire's that went through the program. Wow. Yeah, that's you serious. Never, never know. All, all right. it is is giving somebody a break. That's yeah, all I need. no doubt. And I'm telling you right now, put that Al Pacino macchiato down. <laughs> that eight dollar <laughs> drink, man, eight bucks to help a kid out. Because a lot of you are seeing it on the news. You're getting depressed. Yes. Uh, yes. The situation with our teens is serious. All right. Yes, as absolutely. well as I'll just throw it out there, and I don't give a crap if I get hate on it. Our <laughs> homeless population. We're giving up on these people, and yeah. a lot of these kids are coming from the homeless population. True. Mom right. and dad, for whatever reason, we, we, we're not here to judge. So when you mm -hmm. do see these events, even if you ain't got it, you don't want to give up on the Al Pacino Macchiato. I'm saying spend yeah. your time. There's yeah. stuff to exactly. do. And as a society, I put the big L behind legend for Von Hot Rod because as a society, stop complaining. Do something about right. it. I don't care Step if you up. basket weave yeah. for a living. I don't care what you do. If you put little little lapels on suits for a living, spend the time and make a difference. And what you're doing is honorable. BenedictCastleConcourse.com. Of course, VonHotRod.com as well. Now, listen, we got to get to the juice. Yeah. The juice. Uh-oh. Juice. Now, how do you go from an automotive shop? You did what you did. You had all kinds of hoopties in the shop. You loved it. And then you went out and said, you know, let me open up me a little rockabilly club. <laughs> you know, it, it's a crazy thing because the hot rod shop, everything started from the hot rod shop, the passion to have this hot rod shop. And as the shop got bigger and, and, and uh, more popular, I've always had this look. The look when you see pictures on me on social media, I've always had this look. So everybody wants to know, you know, where did you get your, your chain wallet? Where do you get your shoes, jeans, and so on and so forth? And I've always had those shirts that I wear made for me with, you know, like leopard racing stripes or uh, flames on it. And I've always did, had them made one-offs. And so guys started asking, where can I get this? And I said, well, I can make you one. They're expensive. And they're like, oh, we don't care. So I started making one shirt, two shirts, five shirts. And then that opened up into a clothing line. Well, then on the girl side of it, when the girls would come to the shop, you know, their boyfriends would come and shop or husbands, the girls would just stand there. I was like, well, that's a potential customer. So I started talking to them, come to find out that there wasn't any cool clothes in the in motorsports industry that didn't have naked girls or skulls or devils on it. So we just started doing fun stuff for girls. 
And this year we celebrated 32 years of Hot Rod Girl clothing line in business. We started a clothing line called Hot Rod Girl. I've owned that for 32 years. And I know this is a long story, but as I'm listening to customers, I used to have these um, open house car shows at my place. I needed, I built the shop as a, you know, slash museum, slash diner, so you can come look at it and spend some time there while you're car shopping. There was a lot of stuff to see, like glass cases and memorabilia and stuff like that. So I had it started having these open house car shows for a destination for people to come see my shop. One day it rained. I always book a band. My parking lot would hold about, you know, right at about 300 cars, you know, crammed in there. One day it rained, so I moved everything in my warehouse to the corner, and I had the band play in the corner. I said, just play on the floor. I'll open up the garage door and just let people in so they can listen to you. So while it's raining, I went in and checked in on them. The band's playing. People are dancing. I had a barbecue going, so people are in there eating, just sitting on the floor. And I thought, you know what? This is a really good idea. So come Monday morning, I moved everything out of the warehouse. I spent a week building the warehouse into a club. It was non-alcoholic. We had a tiki bar in there. We had restrooms. I put a pool table. I put my pinball machines in there. I made cocktail tables, put it at the dance floor and a stage. And we opened up Hot Rod's Hangout, which is a rockabilly jump swing club. Wow. We were doing live bands every Friday night, and it became an iconic place to play. The bands would play there, they'd always say, the places to play is the Brown Derby in Hollywood, the Doll Hut in Anaheim, and Hot Rod's Hangout in <laughs> Norco, California. So that's exactly how I did it. I fell into it. I never owned a club in my entire life. And it just, it worked. It was a lot of fun. The club gave me another avenue because as people were coming in, they asked if I rent the place out. And I said, yeah, of course I do. I rent it out all the time, which I did not. So I rented the club out. We started doing banquets there. We started doing weddings there. And I totally fell into renting the club out, which opened up Hot Rods Entertainment and Production Company, where we do corporate banquets for big companies. But isn't it? So, I mean, what, what you're saying. Just think if it didn't rain that day. Yeah, you know <laughs> it, it what? It didn't rain. Yeah, Vaughn, it didn't rain. Vaughn, you, but we, here's the thing: is is take a chance of doing. I knew nothing about owning a club. I knew nothing about uh, doing a banquet. I pretty much made it up as I went. And yes, I failed. Yes, there's time. I remember the first time I rented the club out. I had to rent tables and chairs and linens and napkins and forks and get a caterer. I literally broke even. I didn't make any money. But I made money, and I learned on the second one. The second time I rented it out, I learned, and I made money, and so on and so forth. And then the corporate banquet stuff, I've done stuff for um, Kawasaki Motorcycles. They spent $250,000 on a weekend party that I threw for them. I booked bands. I booked entertainment from Vegas. Wow. And, and, you know, stuff like that I can't make up. That was I totally just... Well, listen, we, we we haven't even gotten to the pinstriping yet. We're going to get I there. Know. But what comes to mind, a mutual friend. In fact, Greg, you were just out at the Peterson Museum. Magnus Walker? Here it is. I know Ooh. Magnus Walker. Yes. You, Magnus Walker. I, I got to jump in on that because I'm a go-from-the-gut <laughs> kind of guy. I mean, I do follow metrics. and But uh, what do they say? Planning. Kills magic. <laughs> um, and Magnus has a very similar story. By the way, that show 231, this is back yeah. in 2021. Magnus came on and talked about, and he has a TEDx out there. He went from his gut. And, and Vaughn, you, you, 
That's yeah. what you and it the kept, same thing. It yeah. kept going for you. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, nobody said I couldn't do it. I mean, people later on say, "Well, how did you do it?" I go, "I just did it. I didn't." Nobody said I couldn't do it. If I did, well, if if I failed, I know I can't do that. Here's the funny part: is as the bands are playing, people are going, "Well, I want to buy a CD," and none of these bands had CDs. And I thought, well, how hard can that be? It just takes time and effort. So I opened up Von Hot Rod Records. I own a record label that I book these bands on my label and then get them <laughs> gigs and stuff like that. I know nothing about the music industry. All from this Hot Rod shop, listening to customers, and just not, nobody told me no. I couldn't do it. So right. you, ever, you ever think to yourself, because a lot of folks listening now would be like, Von's, Von's done a lot. Lots of passion and drive. I can relate to that. But the reality is that rainy, muddy day, like you kept going through that. But did you have any rudiment to keep you sane and to keep you to the point where you could just go uh, with your gut and passion? What I'm asking is, how did you relax? How did you release what did you do because i think i think i think most folks will agree if we're running and gunning with what we want to do boy oh boy we still need a break from that to set clarity how did you set clarity because you were running and gunning i just i've always liked to work i'm the guy that i work sun up to sun down and not take a break and not eat but it's it's with my it's without my faith i couldn't do it without the faith that i have in, in god um, he's the one that leads me, guides me. I'm the guy you said when you turned 21, if you had your first drink. And the rare story is that I've never tasted alcohol. When I was in junior high, kids were getting high at the bus stop. And I looked at them and I said, if that's what drugs and alcohol do to you, I want nothing to do it. My focus wow. is what I want to do. I want to retire at the age of 40. I want to be able to own a business and then pull out and sell the business or whatever the case may be at an early age and travel and retire. You know, my life has taken a total different route than what I planned. I didn't plan on doing what I'm doing. It's society. It's the customers that have kind of guided me and pushed me to go the way, the direction I've gone. This is not what I plan on doing. I'm a hot rod builder, fabricator, welder by trade. I'm not a pinstriper. I'm not a radio DJ. I'm not the guy that's scripted for TV. But that's the direction my life has taken. And it's like I see an opportunity and I say, well, why can't I do it? Somebody else has done it. You know, I've always had that mentality of if, if somebody built it, I can take it apart and make it better and faster. So I've always stuck with that. And it's again, it's the drive that's in you. And when I was doing this, you got to remember, if you back up when I started all this stuff, I was a punk kid. I was young. I was very young. And I'm trying to break into an old man's society and old man's business you know hot riding uh street rod custom cars is disposable income it's their third and fifth car that they have so they have disposable income that they really don't need the car my business they didn't need my business it's a luxury when we went to desert storm and war i remember working in the dark because i couldn't afford the electricity bill but it was my passion i would turn the lights off work and I'd see a customer come up, and I'd run and turn the music on and turn the lights on, so they thought everything was normal. But there are times when I just didn't have any money to even pay the electric bill. I'm negotiating with my landlord, can I pay you weekly on my rent because I couldn't afford the rent? And again, it's my drive. It's what I wanted to do. And again, it's without, without the faith in, in God that I couldn't do it. There's just no way I couldn't do it. There were the opportunities that opened up, and 
He'd lead me and guide me, and, and off I went. And when I was doing this early on, nobody gave me a break. Nobody gave me the time of day. I wanted to do this, and nobody, everybody was a tight knit on the secrets. And I said, man, if I ever make it, I'm going to share with everybody. Every, there's not going to be any secrets that I'm going to hold back. I'm going to share. I'm going to tell kids. I'm going to you know, teach them because there's got to be a Von Hara behind me. I can't do this forever. If Once I pass, if I don't share my secrets, they're gone. And yeah. I don't want to see that. I want to be able to share with as many as I can so they can live their dream. They can do what they want to do. They can walk their walk and, and have the car that they want or own the business that they want. Not everybody's into the car end of it, but there's so much more you can do for the car industry. Yeah, if you just... I, uh... say I got... I got petrol running in my in my veins. No, you know, man, you're passionate the because I think a lot of what you're saying, some are listening and they can they absolutely yeah. feel the vibes. But I I think what we're witnessing here, Vaughn, is not only uh, never accepting a no on your part, but yeah. part of part of your drive is like, and we mentioned this um, earlier, and I mentioned it with our crew, and it's just been a staple. I, I don't even know where I get it from, but mm-hmm. you you can't do nothing in life if you don't make other people better. And I think a lot of what you're saying was it was my, my, my drive. But within that, you made a lot of things happen and you made a lot of other people better, man. You just can't exist without it. And I think uh, you haven't said that, but that is absolutely what you're about. VonHotRodShop.com. Visit that. Von, I want to get into it. uh, and I I appreciate the up-tempo. Thanks. Pinstriping. Is that a lost yes. art? What, what are we doing with pinstriping? Give us a sense. I mean, you're in it. You're laying out some lines. You've been all over the world. Right. What's your thought on uh, pinstriping currently? Where's the future uh, going? Pinstriping, what's really crazy about it now is social media has made it so mainstream. Where before there was, you know, just a handful of guys in Southern California that were doing it. You know, your Dean Jeffries, your Larry Watsons and stuff like that. And there was just a handful of social media came out, and now there's pinstripers everywhere. They're coming out of the woodwork. What I like about it is it's slow learn, it's blue collar, it's hands-on. You've got to use your, your heart, your mind, your, your hand. Everything has to be in sync. And it's, it's not a click and go, like I said before. You can't just click and make it happen. It's How'd you get started, Vaughn? Some are listening, and they, and they may be dropping lines on their ride. They watch a couple of YouTube mm-hmm. videos. How'd you get started? Right. Um, it, I had the hot rod shop and I had a striper that would come in on a Saturday cause we were flipping cars. You know, we were always buying and selling and fixing up hot rods and stuff like that. And we'd had pinstriping to it just to push it, you know, to the edge and get a little bit more money out of it. And the car started getting a lot of TV coverage, magazine coverage. And, um, he started getting that he wanted to get the notoriety. And I said, you're under the umbrella of the hot rod shop. You know, everybody's underneath it. You don't. You don't go down the list and say, this is built by or this is a poster by yeah. and stuff like that. It's under the umbrella. You know, when you get a car from Chip Foose, it's a Chip Foose design. It's by Chip Foose. There is a hundred guys that had their hand upon it, but it's under the umbrella of Chip. And that was the idea. So we started getting an attitude, and I said, you know what? Here's the deal. I just paid him his money. I go, I'll just do it myself. And he kind of made fun of me. Somehow, and, some way, we, we just didn't yeah. see you saying, I can't do this. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he made fun of me, and I was like, you know, that put a fire underneath me. And I was like, you know, that, that just can't happen. So Wednesday, when I sent everybody to lunch, we sold pinstriping paint one shot in my shop, and we sold pinstriping brushes. So I grabbed a can of paint, grabbed the brush, and literally was on the glass case in my showroom floor, and I was just 
trying to figure this out. I see how it was done. You know, I watched it for many years, and I said, well, I'm sure there's just a way of doing it. So I practiced there. A customer walks in and says, hey, I didn't know you pinstripe." <laughs> me being me said, of course, I've always <laughs> pinstripe." He said, would you stripe my car? And I said, absolutely. Here's the deal. you got to leave it all day Saturday from 9 to 5. Do not show up any earlier than that and pick it up. He says, okay. Drops it off at 8 o'clock, and it literally took me all day to do that car. All I did was the trunk, the hood, and the dash. It, I, I got done with it like at 4.30. And to this day, I never told the guy. It was a 50 mark, $100,000 car, and I actually pinstriped three-color design on it. I never told him he was the first guy that wow. I, I started this car. And kind of that's what started it. Once I did it, I was like, I like this. I can really do this. And for me, what I did, you know, you have to practice and perfect it. And what I did was I wanted it to be so when a car guy come in with his car, he wanted a pinstripe, I can just grab my brush and paint and go. I don't pre-draw. I don't grid it. I, if it's a flat hood, I'll draw a center line, but I literally don't draw, draw anything. I go off the top of my head. I match the theme of the car. I wanted it to be the wow factor for the guy. When he looks at it, he knows that it was 100% hand done. It was done off the top of my head. I didn't pre-draw. They always ask me, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know until I get in the zone. Well, what's it going to be like? I don't know until I start. Right, it, right on. It you guys. Uh... Me up because <laughs> I really don't have any explanation of how it works. It's a God-given talent that I can't explain. I was at a show in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm sorry, in, uh, at a good guy show in Pleasanton. And I was striping this car. It was a candy um, lime colored, beautiful paint job. And I'm striping the hood. And the guy behind me, the owner, was going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, smoking cigarettes. He was super nervous going back and forth. And I noticed his patience started getting slower and slower and slower and slower. And finally he walked up to me and he goes, okay, now I see what I'm paying for. This looks amazing. He goes, thank you very much. And, right. you know, it's, it's stuff like that when you earn that trust. Once you grab one customer, you'll have five of his best friends. And... As in no end in sight, there's just no way. I still say in 3030, there's going to be a kid in a dirt parking lot striping a space shuttle. I just think it's going to go that way. I want you guys to get on to Instagram. Check out Von Hot Rod. Before we go, please tell us. We want to send as many of our Wrench Nation familia over to your radio show. You've got, you do it all, man. You've got a radio show cooking. Where can folks catch that? Yeah, they can catch it. You can ask Alexa, Siri, or, you know, go on the, the TuneIn app. It's KQLH 92.5. It's every Wednesday from 12 to 1. And I'm playing, you know, 50s rock and roll, honky-tonk, rockabilly, jump swing. They're giving me freedom. And it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I play your typical, you know, Little Richard, Bill Heyman comics, but I also mix in some Josie Cruiser, the Collins Kids, you know, some Johnny Cass, some John Mar- John. um Dennis Martin, Josie Cruiser, Kim Lentz, Big Sandy. You know, in the 90s, um, Rockabilly and Jump Swing started making a comeback. And there was, you know, Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats were the only one that got airtime. But there are so many bands in the background that never got the airtime that are just really good. And these are all the bands that I play from. I play from the 40s, basically all the way to the 90s. And it has been a lot of fun. I am a hot rod builder. I am not a radio DJ, so I mess up all the time. But it's been a lot of fun. We have a lot of followers. The radio station really loves it. They're really happy with the followers that we've, you know, produced from it. And it's just been great. It's been really good. We've had a lot of interviews with some of the older bands and the younger guys that come out. So it's been really, really good. 
VaughnHotRodShop.com. Yeah. We want to send folks over there. Please check out Vaughn. All things Vaughn Hot Rod, yeah. man. Get on Instagram. Yeah. You can see some of the wonderful projects that it's got, it's got going on, as well as some of the beautiful lines, laying those art lines on some amazing Thank vehicles. You. This show is Thank never, you. never, just it's not enough time. Greg. Not, it runs out so quick. Yeah. But let's not forget about. The charity at Benedict Castle. Company. Yeah, Let's we did. We that. did talk yeah. about that. So the Benedict, we're going to make sure to have that in the show notes yeah, here, for sure. as well as we'll yeah. keep an eye on that and get it on to yeah. our and social. Then, and then, of course, I'm going to get you guys to try and broadcast live out there this next year. We would so love that. Keep, you know, we and and, and back and, your head. Man, we appreciate that. Vaughn, not enough time, man. This is what yeah. stinks about it. You know how it is, radio. Uh, <laughs> but visit VaughnHotRodShop.com. Thank you, Vaughn, for all you do, brother. Keep laying those beautiful lines. And Thank we you. appreciate you hanging with yeah. Ranch Nation. We'll see you soon. Awesome, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah, don't over don't, don't overthink it, man. Right? What do they say? I mentioned it earlier. Overplanning sometimes kills the magic yes it does let it go man if you've got something you're really wanting to do jump in there that's what uh, the summary of this show was uh von hot rod just and said don't hey be let's scared do to it. fail like we talked yeah about. you gotta bump and grind and you hurt yourself a little bit it's okay life will keep moving so we appreciate you guys hanging out as i tell you every week be safe hug each other and never forget to hug a mechanic 